good day to you all. I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Sunday the 4th. Um, we are here for yet another episode of um, Through the Bible, deriving uh, uh, from readings, rather um, reading from um, the one-year Bible, Bible plan. So today's readings are Second Second Kings chapter twenty-three, um, verses thirty-one to chapter twenty-five, verses thirty. Um, Acts twenty-two, seventeen to twenty-three, ten. Psalms two one to twelve, and lastly, Proverbs eighteen thirteen. I pray that the Lord will go before us. I surrender this episode, I surrender this podcast in Jesus' name. I surrender this podcast in Jesus' hands. I am nothing without Jesus. We are nothing without Jesus. Let us read with the eyes of the Spirit. May the Holy Spirit open our eyes to see the marvelous things in God's Word. Even as the Lord uh, purifies our hearts and sanctifies our heart with His, um, His Word, May we be found worthy of the righteous call and may we be doers of the word. May we be the light in a dark place. May we be the salt of the world. May we be unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ even as we read it. May we also do it. May we speak it. May we meditate on it. Remember it in the name of Jesus Christ. I will start from Second uh, Kings, um, chapter twenty-three, verses thirty-one. Jehoahaz was twenty-three years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. His mother's name was Hamutal, daughter of Jeremiah. She was from Libna. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father had done. His fathers had done. Pharaoh Necho put him in chains at Riblah in the land of Hamath, so that he might not reign in Jerusalem. And he imposed on Judah a levy of a hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. Pharaoh Necho made Eliakim, son of Josiah, king in place of his father, Josiah, and changed Eliakim's name to Jehoiakim. But he took Jehoiahaz and carried him off to Egypt, and there he died. Jehoiakim paid Pharaoh Necho the silver and gold he demanded. In order to do so, he taxed the land and exacted the silver and gold from the people of the land according to their assessments. 
Jehoiakim was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. His mother's name was Zebedah, daughter of Pediah. She was from Ramah. And he did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as his fathers had done. During Jehoiakim's reign, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, invaded the land, and Jehoiakim became his vassal for three years. But then he changed his mind and rebelled against Nebuchadnezzar. The Lord sent Babylonians, Armenians, Moabites, Ammonites, raiders against him. He sent from he sent them to destroy Judah and in accordance with the word the Lord proclaimed by his servant the prophets. Surely these things happened to Judah according to the Lord's command in order to remove them from the, his presence because of the sins of Manasseh and all he had done including the shedding of innocent blood for he had filled Jerusalem with innocent blood and the Lord was not willing to forgive. As for the other events of Jehoiakim's reign and all he did, are they not written in the book of uh, the, uh, the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? Jehoiakim rested with his fathers, and Jehoiachin, his son, succeeded him as king. The king of Egypt did not march out from his own country again because the king of Babylon had taken all his territory from the Wadi of Egypt to the Euphrates River. Jehoiachin was 18 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. His mother's name was Nehushta, daughter of Elnathan. Nathan. She was from Jerusalem. He did evil in the sight of the Lord just as his father had done. Man, this trend, man. Man. At the time, the officers of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, advanced on Jerusalem and laid siege to it. And Nebuchadnezzar himself came up to the city while his officers were besieging it. Jehoiachin king of Judah, his mother, his attendants, his nobles, and his officials all surrendered to him. In the 18th year of the reign of the king of Babylon, he took Jehoiachin prisoner. As the Lord had declared, Nebuchadnezzar removed all the treasures from the temple of the Lord and from the royal place, the, the royal palace and took away all the gold articles that Solomon king of Israel had made for the temple of the Lord, which was a great deal. He carried into exile all Jerusalem, all the officers and fighting men, and all the craftsmen and artisans, a total of 10,000. Only the poorest people of the land were left. They were saved by poverty. Fun. Nebuchadnezzar took Jehoiachin captive to Babylon. He also took from Jerusalem to Babylon the king's mother, his wives, his officials, and his leading men of the hand. 
The king of Babylon also deported to Babylon the entire force of 7,000 fighting men, strong and fit for war, a thousand craftsmen and artisans. He made Mataniah, Jehoiachin's uncle, king in his place and changed his name to Zedekiah. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he became king and reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. His mother's name was Hamutal, daughter of um, Jeremiah. She was from Lebanon and did evil in the, in the eyes of the Lord just as Jehoiakim had done. It was because of the Lord's anger that all this happened to Jerusalem and Judah and the end of the thrust and in the end and in the end he thrust them from his presence. Now Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. So in the ninth year of Zedekiah's reign, on the tenth day of the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, marched against Jerusalem with his whole army. He encamped, uh, he encamped outside the city and built siege, built siege works all around it. The city was kept under siege until the eleventh year of King Zedekiah. By the ninth day of the fourth month the famine in the city had become so severe that there was no food for the people to eat then the city walls was broken uh, through and the whole army fled at night through the gate between the two walls near the king's garden though the Babylonians were surrounding the city they fled towards the, uh, the Araba but the Babylonians army pursued the king and overtook him uh, in plains of Jericho, all his soldiers were separated from him and scattered. And he was captured. He was taken to the king of Babylon in Ribla, where sentence was, up, was pronounced on him. They killed the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. Ah, oh, man. They killed the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes, then put out his eyes, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon. On the seventh day of the fifth month, in the nineteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar commander Nebuzaradan. I'm sorry, Nebuzaradan, commander of the Imperial Guard of, of uh, Imperial Guard and official of the King of Babylon, came to Jerusalem. He set fire to the peep, to the temple of the Lord, the royal palace, and all the houses of Jerusalem. Every important building he burned down. The whole Babylonian army under the commander of the Imperial Guard broke down the walls around Jerusalem. Nebuchadnezzar, the commander of the Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, the commander of the guard carried into exile the people who remained in the city 
along with the rest of the populace and those who's, uh, who had gone over to the king of Babylon. But the commander left him some of the poorest people of the land to work the vineyards and fields. The Babylonians broke up the bronze pillars, the movable uh, stands and the bronze sea that were at the temple of the Lord and they carried the bronze to Babylon. They also took every, they also took away the pots, shovels, wick trimmers, dishes, and all the bronze articles used in the temple service. The commander of the imperial guard took away the censers, uh, sprinkling bowls, all that were made of pure gold or silver. The bronze from the two pillars, the sea, and the movable stands which Solomon had made from the temple for the temple of the Lord was more than could be weighed. Each pillar was 27 feet high. The bronze capital on the top of one pillar was four and a half feet high and was decorated with a network and pomegranates of bronze all around. The other pillar with its network was similar. The commander of the guard took as prisoners Seraiah, the chief priest, Zephaniah, the priest next to rank, and the three doorkeepers. Of those still in the city, he took the officer in charge of the fighting men and five royal advisors. He also took the secretary, who was chief officer in charge of conspiracy conscripting the people of the land and 60 of these men of his men were found in the city Nebuchadnezzar oh man I keep calling him Nebuchadnezzar Nebuzaradan the commander took them and brought them um, to the king of Babylon at river there at river in the hand of Hamath the king had them executed so Judah went into captivity away from her land Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, appointed Gedaliah, Gedaliah, son of Ehakim, uh, the son of Shaphan, to be over the people that had left that he had left behind in Judah. When all the army officers and the men heard that the king of Babylon had appointed as governor, Gedaliah as governor, they came to Gedaliah at Mizpah, Ishmael's son, son of Nethaniah. Johadan, Johanan, son of Kareth, son of, and it lists a bunch of people. Gedaliah took an oath to be afraid of Babylonian officials. Ah, took an oath to reassure them and their men, do not be afraid of the Babylonian officials, he said. Settle down in the land and serve the king of Babylon. It will go well with you. In the seventh month, however, Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, the son of Eliashama, Elishama, uh, who was of royal blood, came with ten men and assassinated <laughs> Gedaliah and also the men of Judah and the Babylonians who were with him at Mizpah. At this, all the people from the least to the greatest, together with the army officials, fled to Egypt for fear of the Babylonians. In the 37th year of, ex of exile, of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, 
in the year Evo Mordach, Merodach, Evo Merodach, came king of Babylon. He released Jehoiakim from prison on the 27th day of the 20th month. He spoke kindly to him and gave him a seat of honor higher than those who, of the other kings who were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiachin put aside his prison clothes and for the rest of his life ate regularly at the king's table. Day by day, the king gave Jehoiachin a regular allowance as long as he lived. That's a uh, wow. That's a um, that's wrath of God, people. That's wrath of God. That's graphic right there, man. That's graphic. Because of disobedience and because of sin, God's wrath was kindled. May we be found in Jesus when the day of wrath comes, because we will not stand. Acts chapter 22 verses 17 to 23:10 When I Paul returned to Jerusalem and was praying at the temple I fell into a trance and saw the Lord speaking quick he said to me leave Jerusalem immediately because they will not they will not accept your testimony about me Lord I replied these men know that I went from one synagogue to another to imprison and to beat those who believe in you and when the blood of the, your martyr Stephen was shed, I stood there giving my approval and guarding the clothes of those who were killing him. Then the Lord said to me, Go, I will send you far away through the Gentiles. The crowd listened to Paul until he said this. Then they raised their voices and shouted, Read the earth of him. He is not fit to live. As they were shouting and throwing off their cloaks and flinging dust um, into the air, the commander ordered Paul to be taken into the barracks. He directed that he be flogged and questioned in order to find out why the people were shouting at him like this. As they stretched him out to, fo- to flog him, Paul said to the centurion standing there, Is it legal for you to flog a Roman citizen who hasn't even been found guilty? When the centurion heard this, he went to the commander and reported it. What are you going to do? He asked. This man is a Roman citizen. The commander went to Paul and asked, Tell me, are you a Roman citizen? Yes, I am, he said. He answered. Then the commander said, I had to pay a big price for my citizenship. But I was born a citizen, Paul replied. Those who were about to question him withdrew immediately. The commander himself was alarmed when he realized that he had put Paul, a Roman citizen, in chains. The next day, since the commander wanted to find out exactly why Paul was being accused by the Jews, he realized he released him and ordered the chief priest and all the Sanhedrin to assemble. Then he brought Paul and had him stand before them. Paul looked straight at the Sanhedrin and said, My brothers, 
I have fulfilled my duty to God in all good conscience to this day. At this high priest Ananias ordered those standing near Paul to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God will strike you, you with whitewashed wall, you whitewashed wall. You sit there to judge me according to the law? Yet yourselves violate the law by commanding that I be struck? Those who were standing near Paul said, You dare to insult God's high priests? Man. Paul replied, Brothers, I did not realize that he was the high priest, for it is written, Do not speak evil about the ruler of your people. Then Paul, knowing that some of them were Sadducees and others Pharisees, called out in the Sanhedrin, My brothers, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee. I stand on trial because of my hope in the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, a dispute broke out between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. The Sadducees say that there is no resurrection and there are neither angels nor spirits, but the Pharisees um, acknowledge them all. There was a great uproar and some of the teachers of the law who were Pharisees stood up and argued viciously. We find nothing wrong with this man, they said. What if a spirit of an angel has spoken to him? The dispute became so violent that the the commander was afraid Paul would be torn into pieces by them. He ordered that troops to go down to take him away from them by force and bring him into the barracks. Psalms 2, 1 to 12. Why do the nations conspire and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against his anointed one. He's talking about Jesus. Let us break their chains, they say, and throw off their fetters. (laughs) Fetters. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. (laughs) The Lord scoffs at them. (laughs) Then he rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath. Saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy heel. I will proclaim the decree of the Lord. He said to me, you are my son. Today, I have become your father. Ask of me and I will make the nations your inheritance. He literally did that to the Israelites. The ends of the earth for your possession. You will rule them with an iron scepter. You will dash them 
to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise, be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. <laughs> Kiss the sun, lest he be angry, and you be destroyed in your way. For his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. To be honest, I'm confused. We talk about Jesus here. I think we're talking about Jesus. Anyways, this is about Jesus. It's about Jesus. <laughs> it's funny that we conspire against God. We we gather against the Lord and his anointed one. You gather against God? You want to overthrow him? You want to overthrow God? You want to to gang up against God? Ask Lucifer what happened. You came. Look at verse 4. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. <laughs> it's almost like it's a, it's a, it's 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 a stand-up comedy some sort. It's like uh, really Without Jesus, we cannot stand. I hope you're seeing why we need Jesus so bad in our lives. Because apart from Him, we are finished. Proverbs 18, 13. He who answers before listening, that is his folly and his shame. Bible says be slow to anger slow to speak quick to listen man may the God bless the reading of his word I pray that the Holy Spirit has put across the message that he wanted to put across he probably didn't allow me to expound on anything this reading today just to show how powerful the word is by itself it doesn't need expounding it doesn't need the human help this word is powerful by itself glory be to God as you listen to this as you go through the Bible this year as you as you seek God as you do what the word says may you find favor with the Lord May he smile at you, his face shine upon you. And at the end of the day, may he say, well done, you good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name.